what the game's all about. All of a sudden, you feel like you can't miss. I'm just leave it up there. You couldn't make that if you tried that again. Absolutely not. Welcome to Buckets. My name is Matt Moore. I'm the senior NBA writer for the Action Network. Joined for the Thursday workshop by professional better Raheem Palmer. Raheem, what's good? Life is good. I can't complain. It's a small Thursday night slate, but <laughs> some good games on deck. We're excited about it. Joining us also is Joe Delera, NBA for the Action Network. Joe, how you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm going to try not to let my Knicks bias get in the way on this Thursday. <laughs> Reminder that everything that we talk about in the show can be found in the Action Network app, the absolute best way for you to track your bets. You also are going to want to check out the show on YouTube. We record this every Wednesday night at 7 o'clock Eastern. The Wednesday workshop is recorded Tuesday night at 7 o'clock Eastern on YouTube on the Action Network. Check that out. Also, leave us a five-star review because I have a little incentive for you. If you leave us a five-star review on Apple or Spotify, you'll be entered to win a copy of Chris Herring's new book, Blood in the Garden, about the 90s Knicks. I promise you it is an absolutely phenomenal read. So if you want a copy of Chris Herring's new book, Blood in the Garden, leave a five-star review on Apple or Spotify and leave your Twitter handle so I can then follow you and DM you so I don't get creepos in my DMs. All right. Let's get to some best bets. Raheem, what you got first on deck tonight? Okay, I'm going to go with the Golden State Warriors, Indiana Pacers over 216 and a half. Look, my model makes this game 210 with everybody at full strength, but the Warriors are going to be missing Draymond Green. The Indiana Pacers are going to be missing Miles Turner, and that's huge. Last year when Miles Turner went out the lineup, the Pacers are almost five points possessions worse on defense last year. Draymond, his impact on this defense can't be understated. Look, the Bucs played the Warriors last week. The Bucs scored 40 points in the paint. And when you look at how they performed with Draymond, they were third in opponent points in the paint, 41.8. They were 11th in opponent second chance points, 12.6. Over the last five games without Draymond Green, the Warriors are 13th in opponent points in the paint with 46 and 27th in opponent second chance points. Warriors have been on a low slump offensively, mostly Steph Curry, but I don't think that's going to continue here. When you look at this Warriors offense, I think they get rolling against the Indiana Pacers defense. It's not really that great. So I think the, what are the Pacers? They're just 20th in defensive rating. So I think this game goes over. I'm fading my model here. All right. You're, you're fading your model first off, which is always like better have good reasons. Now we don't do it. Like we do it pretty often. Yeah, I have good reason. I got this 212, so I also am, have it modeled at the under. Let me push back a little. This season when Draymond Green is off court, the Warriors' defense is actually uh, 0.6 points per, per 100 possessions better. Now, look, a lot of that's the bench units. Draymond plays versus the starters. It's only a 0.6-point difference. Okay, fine. Here's a bigger one, though. When Draymond's off the court, the offense goes down by 3.4 points per 100 possessions. And we saw last year, the same thing happened when Steph played and Draymond didn't. It was harder for them to be able to find the kind of trigger actions that that Warriors offense relies on. My question for you is, okay, you got like an eight-point differential here. Like you're going to have to actually like get me the value on the total of these guys being gone. Is it like, do you think that Draymond's worth five points to the, to the over? They're going to have to deal with some opponents. 
And I, I mean, obviously the Golden State Warriors, they have some centers, but I just think also the, the Golden State Warriors offense is underperformed as well. Yeah. And when you look at the fact that the Clippers just scored 139 on this defense, the Clippers, the Clippers who can't score just put up 139. So the fact that my model is six, six and a half points off, I think they have it. They have it 216 and a half. It's telling me that model is not capturing something that's recent. And I'm going to trust the market here. 86 points to the Pistons, but that's the Pistons. I, I understand. They did give up 119 to the Wolves. So I don't have like a good case argument there. But the Chicago game, they only gave up 96. And Kaminga's mm-hmm. defensive numbers are good. Yeah. Still can't get you there. Right. can't get you there. All right. Raheem's going with the over awesome. in Warriors <laughs> Pacers. I cannot talk him out of it. We'll see, which I might, I might directly fade you just for fun. Just I'll put us a little <laughs> just ahead, go against you in the, in the app. Joe, we'll, we'll see what this number does tomorrow. We'll see what it does tomorrow. And I'll, like, we'll revisit. Oh yeah. That, that closing line value. That's worked out great for us this season. CLV champs. Over here. All right, Joe, what's your, uh, what's your best bet for the night? So I, I don't see this specific line out just yet, but I, I think I'm okay with splitting it with the full game total and the team total. But I'm looking at obviously the Knicks game uh, and we have the Knicks and the Pelicans totals at 208. Um, I like the over in this matchup, but the, my preferred bet would be the based on what the line is at two and a half at the win. I think that the team total for the Knicks should be about 105 and a half. I like the over in this matchup for them. Uh, basically, the Pelicans, they allow a ton of threes, 38.1% of their opponent's shots. So that's 11th most in the league. And opponents shoot 7.3% on those attempts. That's second worst in the NBA. The Knicks literally just had a very similar matchup against the Timberwolves who give up a similar shot profile. But the Pelicans are even worse defending it. And the Knicks play pretty well. Fournier uh, shot the ball well. I get that they lost at the end of the game. But they still were getting those looks they wanted. They were getting the three-pointers. And I like it here. The Knicks scored 123 points against this Pelicans team back in October. Granted, that was a little while ago, but they shot 57.6% from three. And Kemba, Fournier, and Barrett hit four, five, and six threes, respectively. So I, I like this at over one and a half, 105.5. I think that given the Knicks' recent performance, they've been a little bit better. They're 11th in point differential over the last two weeks, scoring 113.6 points per 100 possessions. So I think that this is a little bit of an edge. I think they'll maybe their offense will actually wake up. I know they've struggled offensively without like a real point guard this season, but I think against this Pelicans team who gives up that type of shot, the Knicks could really put up some points here. So we were talking about this before we came on. Raheem's actually got this modeled right at the number 208. So Raheem. Yeah. What do you think of the team total play from Joe? Like, I, 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 I kind of like it because I think I have the Knicks at around 106.4. So what, do you, yeah. what did you have the team total at um, 105? 105 and a half, yeah. Yeah, I, I, like, I, I, I kind of like it. And, and just because I don't really have – it's not like this Pelicans defense is shutting anybody down. No. Right? 17th in defense, even in the last two weeks when they've been better. So, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I want to look at the half-court numbers for the Pelicans over the last couple of – like, I want to see it versus this last stretch. So, let's do since – let's do it this month, actually. Let's just – well, let's go back until December because that's really when they get started getting Devontae Graham back. And, guys, the big thing with the Pelicans, yeah. they've been much better when they're at full health and they're when they don't have everybody healthy, they're like they're a garbage wreck. Um, 
I just made up that term garbage wreck. Congratulations to it me. It works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So New Orleans. Oh yeah. Okay. Here we go. So I've got this, I've got the mild at 109 on the team total. So I like this play in particular. I just looked this up since December 1st, half court defense per clean the glass. New Orleans is 28th in the league, giving up um, 100.7. So should have an opportunity that's very high. So should have an opportunity there. The Knicks, I was talking about this with Raheem. The Knicks almost play like almost entirely in half court. They don't run at all. Yeah. And so I'm going back and forth on, because like I've got a model for the over. I actually like this play a lot because it allows me to play specifically against that New Orleans half court offense or defense with the Knicks half court offense. I like this. This is yeah. good, Jim. All right, thanks. <laughs> Let's ride. Yeah, uh, I, like, I right. like this total as well. I assume you're done, Raheem. That's the only one for the night? Yeah, it's the only one. <laughs> oh, you got anything else? Are you good? Uh, I, I'm leaning. I have a lean, but I, I'd like to know what you guys think about it because I know we got Suns-Mavs. I'm leaning the Suns minus two and a half, but I think it's, it's close because the Mavericks have just been so hot. Um, I'm not sure if this line's going to move after they play tonight, though. Yeah, I think that's what I'm struggling with. I mean, with them playing tonight, it's just it's tough to. Maybe you do have an edge playing the Suns right now, and just in case somebody sits. So I, I kind of like that. Yeah, Aiden's like Porzingis. Aiden's banged up. I feel like that matters. It matters, but I feel like Jalen Smith has been a thing. Yeah. Um, they got Javel McGee. Obviously, Mac Biombo. This Mac Biombo. Man. Yeah, so it's just like they have so many bigs right now. I could bi- I could get a cardboard box and four poster tubes and glue them together, and Chris Paul would get 15 points and eight rebounds out of that man. It's insane. <laughs> it's crazy. That's <laughs> um, spot on. So I like this. Look, I've got I've got a, a slight edge on this game both ways. I've got this uh, matchup has this Suns minus 6.8 power rating, which is more conservative, has it 5.8. So I show an edge on both sides of this. I know it's a back-to-back. I don't, I feel like the Suns are pretty consistent. Um, the other thing you could do here, money line's only minus 145 at the win. That's, yeah. that's not bad. Raheem, can, can Good old try win. again? Raheem, Raheem, come on. Go with me, buddy. Can, can we get a money line? <laughs> can we get a money line parlay with the Warriors and the Suns? Can we get it? The only reason why I'm saying no is because Dallas has burnt me so many times in these spots where they, I don't know if this is a national television game. Yes, it is. It's it a is, TNT, yeah. TNT game. And it's a home, home game. game. They've just burnt me all year. Like when you look at the spot against the, the Brooklyn Nets, they were dominating the Nets in that game. They blew out the Warriors two weeks ago. For whatever reason, they get up for these big spots. That I, that's, what, that's what I've noticed this year. So I'm staying away. This just falls into those like close games against the Suns, though. And the Suns always seem to pull off these like two, three, four point wins, I feel. So it's, it's, they're, they're crushing it, I feel like it's just been under the radar. I want to look yeah. at this number. This is important to me. Um, I'm on playing the glass. I'm looking at Dallas. Oh, God. Okay. Dallas is three and eight straight up versus teams with the top 10 point differential. But, they have the fourth best spread differential at plus 2.0. So I'm definitely, I'm playing the money line. I'm just going to pay, I'm just going to pay, I'm just going to pay the 50 cents. I'm going to pay the 45 cents. Two of those, I think two of those losses are against the Suns though, without Luca. Speak to Joe's point, the Suns are 14 and three in clutch games. They have an offensive rating of 131. 
a defensive rating of 93, a net rating of 38.3 in the clutch. Ew. God, so good. Um, Dallas, I'm looking at, actually, I'm looking at Phoenix here. Oh, yeah, here we go. Phoenix versus teams that are top 10 in defense, which that's like how the Mavs are getting by is their defense somehow, right? Phoenix is five and two straight up. Third best against the spread at plus 6.4. They got a 6.4 spread differential in those seven games against top 10 defenses. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to lay the points of the Suns. I'm not, I'm not scared. I'm not a coward like Raheem. I'm going I'm to You go know what? It. I, I, I kind of like it there just because this, this Mavs team can't shoot at all. And it's yeah. just like they're going to need to be able to shoot against this, this Suns team. So yeah. I, I kind of lean with you guys. All right, it's going to wrap up for yeah. Buckets. Quick show for a Thursday. This is the workshop. Thanks for joining us. Make sure to download the Action Network app and you can follow Raheem and Joe's picks in there as well, as well as up to the second analysis. Make sure to give us a five-star review. Because again, giving away a copy of Chris Herring's book, Blood in the Garden. You follow us on Twitter. I'm at HB Basketball. Raheem is at R to the Dizza. <laughs> and Joe is at Joe Delera. Thanks for joining us, everybody, on Buckets. We'll see you guys again next time.